Solo Time, episode 28. My name is Joey Velez, I'm one of your hosts, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good? Welcome to No Low Time, guys. I'm ready for a huge episode, Obed. Yeah, me too, man. And I don't, I don't know if it was too, too if, if, it's, if it's too soon for me to lose count, but it is episode 28, right? It is episode make, 28. Just 27 making sure. was our last one. Just making sure. Okay, okay. It's been a long <laughs> week, guys. How are you? We hope that you're, going, you're doing good. Uh, so, Joe, what's up, man? I know that we have a lot to talk about this week, and, um, and we really don't have a lot going on right now. We're just prepping, <laughs> you know, gearing up to the holidays. So Yeah, yeah. It's really that gear for the holidays. You know, we're even making plans, like we've said, for even just this show in general. Like, there's so much different stuff just juggling around. It's the hustle and bustle of the holidays, but it's it's a good hustle and bustle. Like, it's it's we look forward to things, and... We'll have plenty of time to enjoy with our family and friends, as we recommend with everyone else. So it's a good time of the year, and, and it's busy, but uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll get through it and we enjoy, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely my favorite time of year, you know, because yeah. you know everyone seems to be in an okay mood. <laughs> yeah, and it's been it's been a it's been a long year. Uh, if 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 you catch my drift, so. <laughs> Um, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that 2018 is going to be a much better year for everyone, not just, uh, uh, the community that, you know, the, and our listeners and ourselves, of course, but, uh, yeah. but everyone in general. So, oh yeah. I mean, we so, have an international audience even, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, so we're hoping that, that it's going to be a good year for everyone for sure uh, uh, on 2018. Uh, Joe, uh, before we jump into all the, all the craziness that was the VGAs and, we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about uh, the VGAs quite a bit. There was an announcement that I forgot to to mention that I wanted to talk to you to you about um, the uh, the Mega Man 30th celebration or 30th anniversary. Yeah, uh, was on this week, and there was a few announcements. Man, they uh, they announced Mega Man 11 coming out for pretty much everything. It you know PS4, Xbox, uh, Switch, and PC. And they also announced a Mega Man X collection. I'm really excited for this one, man, because X is one of my favorite series uh, of all time. Of course, if you go back to our uh, our favorite games of all time episode, Mega Man X is one of my favorite games yeah. of all time. And I'm really excited for that one. But, man, I didn't see Mega Man 11 coming. It, uh, it looks pretty nice, man. What do you think? No, it looks it looks really good. I mean, like <laughs> I was I was actually kind of laughing because I was like, you know, you look at him at the design of Mega Man, right? And this has been a joke for a while. It's like it's really like Mega Boy, but man, yeah, this yeah. new game is like this is Mega Man. Like this new yeah. game is gonna be great. Yeah, they they he looks taller and slimmer, and, and just yeah. a re, just just a redesign overall looks very nice. I really like it. Yeah, yeah it's it's for it looks for real. I mean, not that the other ones weren't. I'm not saying yeah. that by any means. I'm just saying like it, it just looks like it's 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 a whole nother level, and I'm excited for for the future. Of Mega yeah, Man. it looks good. He's not dead. He's not dead. Capcom did not forget about him. <laughs> um, Amen. It, yeah, it looks good. There's a there. The only thing that I, that I didn't like about that trailer that they showed um, is the run animation looks kind of funky. Uh, but the game's like almost a year away. It's late 2018. Uh, what's the date? Yeah, time. what's the date? So they got time to add more frames or fix that animation. But I like what I see, man. I'm really excited, and I'm not sure. There's still some discrepancies on 
that announcement for the X Collection. Some people are saying that it's going to be a Mega Man X Collection coming out in summer. Some are saying that it's going to be uh, trickled down throughout the year. Like all, all games are going to be available, but it's like starting in like January up until like summer. And they're going to be like one a month kind of thing. Um, so we wow. uh, at this point, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. So there's they just need to clarify that a little bit. Um, and the other thing that got announced was uh, the uh, remember we talked about they'll make cry five. Uh, yeah, they'll make cry five being supposedly yep. or rumored to be unveiled at PSX. Then Capcom just announced that the HD collection that was up for PS3, so it's DMC one, two, and three. Uh, will be coming out for PS4 and Xbox in March. So that kind of, yeah. Remastered. Yep. So that kind of adds, you know, fire to to the to the rumor that DMC5 is coming. So uh, hoping for that too, man. That's really exciting. But there's quite a few things from the VGAs. But before we jump in, Joel, uh, there's a, there was a big shakeup at WB, man. What's going on? Oh my goodness, so like, I just sat there and just read and read and read all this stuff the, just the other day, and um, I mean, like, the last episode, we ended uh-huh. last week's episode talking a little bit about WB, and I had mentioned an article by The Wrap where I was talking about, like, how, um, like, the financial stuff that came to play, like, these executives were waiting for, like, were do- literally put the movie out just so that way they can get a bonus by the holidays, like, different stuff that was involved, it was very obscure that that really... um hurt this movie all around so the results now like of this movie coming out and it not doing anywhere near that it should have done uh now you're starting to have um now wb is looking at, they've actually looked oh, and restructure the dc films division of, of warner brothers it seems like they're trying to um tie it more closely to the wb brand like apparently there's there, there's there was kind of like a distance between the wb films and the dc films and and the way they communicated there i guess they're trying to really hone it in closer um the big thing coming out of this is that john berg who was kind of like like it was basically like two there was like mm-hmm. two kind of heads of the dc film right it's jeff johns and john berg john berg was fired um and jeff Johns still remains in the same kind of position that he had but they're looking now to hire another new uh, executive producer to kind of join on with jeff johns to lead him and, and with the way i interpret it is that jeff johns um is more he's he's the comic book guy right like he he creates some of their major comic books um you know like the doomsday um the doomsday clock and all that stuff that came out um like jeff johns was there in new york comic con like he's he's the comic book guy he writes his stuff he's involved in it right but when they translate this stuff to film you know he's got the ideas but like he doesn't know how to how to get it in a cinematic perspective and that's where like this second executive is supposed to kind of lead it from a film pers- film side and john berg was that guy so like jeff johns would be like hey we need to make the justice league and john berg's the guy who was like okay so this is how we're going to do it from a cinematic standpoint and that's basically the breakdown of how those things kind of went um two heads that you know I, I get the feeling that they didn't clash very well. There's been some rumors of some stuff there that I'd heard. Um, Jeff Johns just should be happy that he is still there. I mean, he's, he's a fan favorite. So I think that when I say that from the sense of just the, the comic book fans, you know, there are fans of him. So 
you know, I, I definitely understand why he's still there. But to be honest with you, I don't know why he had that position to begin with. I think there needs to be um, a very singular voice yeah. and singular vision for these films. Yep. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's been a problem that WB's had for a while. Yeah, and they, that's they, why that, this restructure is happening. And let's see what happens problem. out of this. And you can you know? tell that it's been an issue since uh, since Green Lantern when uh, when the Green Lantern movie came out. You can tell that you know you yep. get the actors' input, and you got the directors' input, and then you get the producers' input, and then you got a suit. Right? There was probably a suit somewhere in there, just faxing pages in the middle of the night. Hey, you should add this to the movie, and you know. So what are you gonna do? You know, it's he's yep. the guy paying the bills. So, and you can tell that that movie had that sort of problem, and you can tell tell that there was a you know, right issue uh, going on with how they were handling the DCU uh, as a as a whole. There was uh, um, I, I read today. I can't remember where um, I read this article, but there was a I guess a dispute between either I think it was WB and Berg on. Why do you keep bringing uh, uh, Snyder back to do these movies when when he's been you know such a point of contention with yes. both the fans and critics? So uh, I, I can't remember where I read it, but that I you know yeah, and that's it's it's a problem. You know, uh, Snyder should have gone. That is true. Like after BBS, and it's like all right, Snyder, your movie was you know okay, was passable. You didn't lit the world on fire. We're going to look in a different direction. And, you know. Right. Honestly, I'm, to be honest, this Justice League movie should have either been directed yeah, by yeah. Patty Jenkins or should have been directed by even Ben Affleck. Like, that's that's the way you should have went. There's too, like you said, there's too many voices. Yeah. There's, too many, there's too many people involved. It's just very yeah. apparent when you watch um justice league and when you see it, you'll see what we're talking about like the movie the movie has bad cgi that's already a problem but then when you have just all these other mixed stuff going that just just all over the place you know that that's where it's just going down yeah and then on top of that obed you got then the news that came out about ben affleck which we've also talked about prior about him you know being rumored to not want to be a batman anymore and um so like the report that came out from if I'm not mistaken, it was Variety was they were saying that mm-hmm. Ben Affleck is going to be in the Flashpoint movie, but he's not going to be in the Batman movie that Matt Reeves, the new trilogy that Matt Reeves is kind of godfathering and, and creating. Um, just because I guess he wants to have a fresh face and kind of um, not he wants to have a fresh face for a full on trilogy for their their future plans for Batman. And uh, he's actually already met with actors, specifically Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, mm-hmm. He's already met with for the role. Uh, the other rumor is that John Hamm is in consideration. Uh, John Hamm's know, a decent choice, actually. If you would go, if you would try to go in a, in a you know, in that sort of way. Well, if you're go- if you're so, going John Hamm, that's a very that's a that's also a good transition from Ben Affleck. If you're trying to keep the same kind of character, he's yeah, a different yeah. actor playing. Like if you're not trying to reboot Batman, but just kind of keep the same thing, like that John Hamm's the guy to the transition from that. But yeah. if you're doing a reboot, then Jake Gyllenhaal is your reboot for sure. Yeah, yeah the uh, the thing that gets me with Affleck is that I know that Affleck's more than willing to keep playing Batman for for as long as it takes, right? But the problem is again, WB man. They they brought. I, 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 trust me, I know that 
you know, to get Affleck to uh, uh, to get Ben Affleck to to come in and and do this role, I'm I'm pretty sure that WB said, "Hey, listen, you're a great writer, great director. We're gonna give you this role. How about you know you come in and do the role, and we'll give you this. You know, we'll give you a movie. We'll give you writing for for a movie." And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, that's pretty freaking cool, right?" So he walks in and I was like, "Oh yeah, we thanks for doing this, but we sort of change our minds and." It's like you know, right. you know, at this point, you guys are just being, you know, jackasses. So it's, um, yeah, I'm, I can, I can definitely, you know, tell why he's upset about all of this. Mean, and, yeah, and you watch these movies with all the respect. There's no problem with Ben Affleck in these movies. He's good. It's yeah. not the the movies are not his fault. So why would you why would you not let him make these movies? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's not the problem with them. You know what I mean? So I does it just it just doesn't add up. Um and, and I'm sure more will come out over time. I tell you what, this is gonna make to be like a fascinating documentary like five or five years from now or whatever. Like, you know, tw- hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? So like it's gonna make a great story of like the rise of Marvel when we just talked about with Infinity War and how all the stuff that happened with them. And there's already been a few documentaries on their story, but like even like what happened with DC, like what really happened, what's really going on. Yeah, I would love to see like an interview sit down with like John Berg and Jeff Johns and Ben Affleck and these people. Like what really happened? Because it's it's very fascinating it, to, it, to it see is. it all unfold. It is, yeah, it's crazy it, because you you think that Fox kind of struggled with X-Men there for a while, but they kind of, you know, found their footing and, and I actually got um, a, a couple of rumors for, for X-Men uh, Dark Phoenix, which, uh, by the way, Joel, did you see those pictures that got released on uh, E.T.? Was it I, on, was it Entertainment Weekly or E.T.? Something like that. Yeah, it was like Entertainment Weekly, I think. Yeah, yeah I did I did see them. They were, they were great. They, they were really good. They were really good. Um, and you would think that the X-Men were done there for a while, like after Origins, <laughs> you know. Uh, but but, the, uh, but DC, man, they have these amazing properties. They have uh, compelling characters. They have... They own all their characters. They own all their characters. Exactly. They own the entire universe. They don't have this problem that Marvel's having with having, you know, things spread out because that's, you know, unfortunately the way they had to do it. They don't have licensing issues. They, oh man, I really don't know what's going on. They, there has to be, you know, a suit there. It's like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. And it, it's it's a problem well, the, when you have someone yeah, like the, that and someone that does not understand, you know, uh, uh, the, the the property. Someone that doesn't understand the product and they're trying to put their input. Like the guy that with a, you know, that I was telling you about the Kevin Smith thing with the. You know, the giant spider, you know, Superman versus the giant spider. And, you know, what do you know about Superman? That That's not Superman. So, yeah, it's just that I, I think WB really, really needs to put, uh, just give this to someone. It's like, this is yours. This is your baby. Take care of it. And that's it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, though, I think like there's there's higher people at the top, like you're alluding to. There's, there's yeah. other people that for sure like they're they, I think they're more of the problem than even just than even the Snyders and these other people like there's some other bigger players involved like you're like you're saying and I mean like it's it's even been alluded to like the same the same guy I told you about in the article from last week that wrote that article you know he's like a scooper in the in the, in the film industry and and he said like look 
five years ago, I was meeting with an executive from Warner's and I mentioned to him about like female superhero movies. And this is this old guy was like, no, I'm I'm sorry, like that will never do well financially. And like, that's why they weren't making a Wonder Woman movie at the time and all that. It's like, shoot, that's their best movie, <laughs> you know, their know. DC movies. Like there's people in charge who don't understand these properties, don't understand these things. They're just looking at it from a dollar sign. And even that they're, it, they're, they're blinded by things. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that WB thought that Wonder Woman wasn't do wasn't going to do great. And Patty Jenkins was an okay director. And I think they just left her alone. Yeah. And, and they, that, they probably did. and that's why the movie turned out good because they'd probably just <laughs> left, left her alone. And it was like, Oh, this movie turned out pretty good. But you know, that's and it's exactly what happened to the first, with with Deadpool. You know, it's like, oh, this is your thing. Go ahead and do it. We're not gonna even bother. True. You know, supervising uh, versus Deadpool two. That there's been rumors that the uh, that Fox tried to get some input and there was pushback and I guess he got resolved all at the end. But uh, you know, uh, but just going real quick, Joel. Um, this uh-huh. this is no. Go ahead, man. No, I'm just all I want to say is like this is why like I like you look at the people like Kevin Feige and you think like why can't it be like Kevin Feige? This is why I give him a lot of credit because he's such a it's such a rare like individual that is actually great at making movies and understands these properties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to understand your property. I mean, you just can't you can't when it comes to this kind of this this type of thing, you, you just can't wing it. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just just real quick, Joe, um, I know that um, we, we talked barely, you know, real, real quick about uh, Dark Phoenix. And uh, there was, a, I believe, a comment from James McAvoy. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know if you heard, but Brian Singer is, in, you know, in trouble. Yeah. With, you know, with all of the things that are going on in Hollywood. Right. We're not going to go into detail. Uh, yeah. But um, but James, I, I believe James McAvoy made a, a comment about uh working with with singer and it's like it, with with that it was making uh days of future past and apocalypse was uh fun and chaos at the same time um and wow. and he's saying about uh simon king the difference between singer and, and simon kimberg that's directing uh dark phoenix it, 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 it's that it's it's just been fun like the experience and fun without the chaos. I think that's something like that was, was the comment he made. So, um, wow. I, I think they're very positive about that movie. So we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I love the X-Men movies. So I think Fox has done an okay job handling those properties. I mean, hit and miss, uh, but uh, for the most uh, part, I've been, I've been pretty satisfied. I, I'm excited, but I think it's for the reason that I think this is going to be the the closing chapter in a new chapter. If you catch my drift, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could carry over. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I um, doubt you it. know, this guy's the this, the the cast is still young enough where where most of them yeah. can carry over. So we'll, well see. Well, that's that's kind of a good segue, I think, too. This is the next big little thing, big thing there. But just as we're talking about these things, is that um, yeah. you know the Fox Disney stuff is is progressing. Uh, it's believed that they've actually already come to a conclusion. It's just now, you know, getting yeah. that paperwork through kind of situation, like literal, you know, pen to paper. But technically speaking, it sounds like they've actually come to a conclusion, a deal um, between twenty first twenty first century Fox and <laughs> Disney. And um, the re- the report is actually there's actually was a report going around saying that Feige uh, was very instrumental to the process of them even having these conversations. 
and that he's actually extremely excited to get the X-Men back and that he has <laughs> he has plans already. And the thing that's funny about this is that back in the X2 days, like he was the like co um co-producer for those movies. Um and that was like his early, you know, film days mm-hmm. kind of thing and he actually had a full-on plan that he pitched to Fox. Like this is the like a full layout of where they could go after X2 like a full X-Men universe plan. Oh, cool. And they complete and Fox completely said no, we're not going to do that. And it was shortly after that that he left and then joined Marvel created Marvel Studios self-funded. Wow. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like they could have had the success of a Feige and he left them and instead started Marvel Studios. Yeah. They uh, they they missed it. I mean, they 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 like I said, you know, they got their footing and and those the last I'd say five X-Men movies have been fine. So Right. So, but I am uh, again <clears throat> really excited about what you know the possibilities will be, and I just realized today, Joel, that Disney would own Alien and Predator. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, they're, all this they're, stuff. they're Fox properties. So I realized it today. I was, oh wait, that's right. <laughs> oh man, um, I, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm hoping that. There's no intrusion by you know the government or anyone saying no. We're gonna block this deal because it's this deal just makes sense. And there's been rumors that that's what's holding them up from the official announcements that they're coming to an agreement of like what do we do like if the government tries to get involved like yeah. how do we you know kind of you know figure this out that way we can make it still happen. Yeah, because they uh, they're they're saying that it could get delayed from anywhere from six months to a year if yeah. Um, if if that's the case, uh, so I'm hoping that this just, this just goes through. This does not, you know, affect, uh, you know, the government's favorite new news uh, station or news channel from broadcasting. So. Yeah, I mean, like if they're not even buying that channel at <laughs> exactly. all. Like it's not going to affect it's it. Not, and stuff like, come on, guys, just leave it alone. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you know, why, would, they were buy, why would if Disney they were buying the regular TV? That I could see that, like the monopoly of like Fox and ABC and stuff like that. But but no, they're not. Touching that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited, and I, I know I know that there's already uh, you know a lot of rumors. Uh, I know that I, I don't know if you heard, but. Uh, I guess someone already approached uh, Richard Armitage on playing Wolverine on the new yes. continuity. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, he's a good actor and uh, he kind of looks like Wolverine. So not, Oh yeah, um, I'd be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. So uh, he has a good voice too. So he's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, rumors that's already happened. Uh, there was a, a couple of tweets on the same day from... Uh, Ron Reynolds and and uh, Chris Evans about Chris Evans. about stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's just have, of course they 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 can't really tell, but I am I am really excited where this is uh, potentially going. And uh, the way I see it, Joel Disney may just be interested on on the and on getting their Marvel properties back. And they I see I see something like this happening. Right, Disney goes and buys you know this the twenty first century Fox gets their marvel properties back maybe you know grabs a you know avatar from fox oh yeah uh, and then and then probably just resells because sure. they're probably just after their properties yeah, yeah. no i agree yeah. i could see them i could see them making other deals out of this deal yeah. 
Um, and I think the other half of it too is like they would end up getting sixty percent of power in Hulu. Yeah. So the other thirty yeah. percent of who that Hulu would own, they would be forced to basically sell the best the rest of their shares. And then when Disney goes into their streaming, which is the future of everything, and I've had this conversation with several people, oh, yeah. you and I both together, yeah. streaming is the entire future. And in the next couple of years, you're going to see it pick up even more. So if Disney has all these different, um, they can get they have the sports stuff streaming, which is the only thing that's keeping cable alive. Cable's on a on life support, and sports is keeping it. Yep. But once that goes away, and Disney goes streaming, and they're gonna do streaming ESPN sounds like, and streaming, um, you know, now if they have Fox, maybe some of their sports stuff, you know, like there's that's the main stuff I think they're going after is like those the, the rights to things and the properties. But then the rest of the other like business side, I can see them like I agree. It's not it's not gonna all stay there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, because well, there's we'll, we'll keep them up. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you we'll keep you guys updated with with anything that comes up. I'm sure that um, hopefully by by next week, we'll 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 know what's up. <laughs> and 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 I definitely think this is gonna affect the Avengers Infinite Avengers Four title. I think this is why we don't have a title yet. That I'll just say yeah. that much without going too far. Yeah, and this would this would potentially affect uh, all the all the rest of the MCU movies that are still not on in production. This oh, would yeah. this would potentially affect all of them. Um, so you know you you'll probably start getting cameos here and there from right. uh, you know different characters. So. Uh, man, exciting stuff. But uh, Joe, let's uh talk about the VGAs, man. How what are, what do, do you it. think of the show overall? So you know, I, I only I, I caught what I could online uh, real quickly, and uh, overall, I think things went uh, you know generally speaking, like not saying that the direct predictions of who we're gonna win, but the kind of like you kind of had a handful of like okay, these are gonna be heavy hitters, yeah. right? And 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 I definitely like. There's definitely a lot on the don't surprise me, and and I know we'll go through each of the the winners. There wasn't there wasn't too many. Like, no, I think it was very. Um, um, uh, I think it was very straightforward. Uh, all the winners, all the yeah. winners were like, yeah, I, yep, this is uh, this is. This it makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then and then there, but the reveals I think was a thing people were talking about more than even the winners. They were just like. You know, that Death Stranding oh, trailer comes oh, out and the internet just explodes. Right. Since you mentioned it, let's talk about it. <laughs> Do it, man. I want to hear everything you have to so, say. I really want to hear explain so, to me what this so trailer I don't even means. I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know what it means. What I, <laughs> what is I, it? But I want it's more. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um so <laughs> this is definitely gonna be a sci fi uh sci fi action game with stealth elements. You can tell. Like they, they already told you what it is, right? Uh, during this trailer, it's like you know, mm -hmm. and you can tell that the trailer was in engine because you can tell that those were PS4 graphics. So you can yeah. you can tell that that's it's coming along, um, but you can tell that that it, this is a sci-fi stealth action game. This is Metal Gear in space, basically. Um, and it looks crazy, dude. It, uh, I'm so excited. I know you start seeing the prints like in the ground and everything. You're like, God, where where are they coming? Yeah, it's, yeah, super and, stealthy. Don't breathe. Yep. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this this is gonna be a drama. It's gonna be really, like story, gonna be really intense. Yeah, you can tell that there's gonna be really intense, and and you can tell that there's gonna be guns and you know the stealth elements, and there's gonna be sort of some sort of radar, like you know, soliton radar type of thing, like in Metal Gear. Yep. Um, and then you know, they're of course they're hiding from these beings. 
and uh, there's going to be a baby in there somewhere for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, man. it was super oh, freaky. Man. Like the, like the, uh, that, that shot with the baby in, inside the body was really freaky and man prop. It's, it's it, it symbolism. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm trying to understand what, what entirely yeah. it means. Like, it's like the thing that's inside of you. Like, is that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, it's really, in, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like the, the inner child or something like that. Yeah. You know? And um, and then you got Norman Reedus during the narration uh, about, you know, the Big Bang nice. and, and all this thing. It's It was really good. Uh, I, I think it looks very very interesting and i i am really excited i am hoping that uh this game is probably going to be my predictions this game is going to be like a late 2019 title so uh you know still a couple years away um because it'd be next gen almost yeah it'll it'll pretty it'll almost be next gen you know we we so I watched a video from uh, Colin Moriarty this week saying that um, he predicts that 2020 is when we'll see uh, the uh, or, or late 2019, basically see the, the right. next generation of PlayStation. Um, they they can definitely, you know, bump it to the next level and, and do do a cross gen game like they did with Metal Gear with Metal Gear Solid 5 sure. came out for PS3. Of course, it didn't you know, it's a little rough here and there. Um, but they can definitely take advantage of new hardware and just take this game to the next level because it just looks amazing, man. And knowing Kojima and the effort that and how big of a perfectionist he is when it comes to his property, um, it, it's just this thing's gonna be amazing. Uh, this is gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those crazy things. It's like what is going on and just trying to figure out and putting pieces together. And I'm sure that people right now are still dissecting that trailer and finding things because there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot to unpack. Um, and uh, I, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm just really I'm just really excited. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but Matt, there was a, an interview with Matt Mickelson with Matt Mickelson uh, last week, I think, or over the weekend. And they asked him about Death Stranding, and he said that he read the script about you know the the entire script for Death Stranding, and he doesn't know what it's about. <laughs> so, That's so good. I didn't yeah, hear that. Yeah, so I was like, That's yeah, I read great. the script. I don't know. What, I don't know what this means, but yeah, it's, I'm in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So yeah, I I am really excited. Of course, he's you know he's getting a lot of input from uh, Gilmer Toro, who's a you know very very visual director and i i'm just i'm just hyped for this thing man i'm i'm so excited oh, uh, but there's a just going through the announcements first Joel, since we started um with this trending uh there was a tease that people are saying is bloodborne 2 um that they they opened the show with yes. that and it's just basically like a torture device with blood on it and talking about like a like a second shadow or something like that it's it's really short but I mean, what else could it be? It has to be. Yeah, Bloodborne. it has to be. It has to be Bloodborne, which I heard is a phenomenal game. Um, I, I haven't played it. I, if I see it cheap, I may grab it because I heard so many great things about this game, and I know the art direction on this game is just phenomenal. And I, I'm 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 a sucker for art direction. I was like, back in the day, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not really into FPSs, and then. And then I played Bioshock. I was like, well, I'm not really into FPSs, but this art direction 
it's just so good that you know if if it grabs me i'll i'll play it even if it's not my cup of tea so this game this this sort of you know the souls game um it's not really my cup of tea but uh just for the art direction i might i might grab bloodborne and and check it out but people are really excited for this one man nice yeah no it was it was a i love i love it when they start off with those surprises and reveals Uh, the other one was one that we mentioned. I, I don't know if it was last week. Um, it was Soul Calibur Six, man. So I, that those leaks were <laughs> almost real um, because it's coming out for uh, PS4 and Xbox. It's not coming out for Switch, and that was the rumor. Rumor is that it was going to be for PS4 and Switch. So, yeah. the trailer was awesome, though. That, that, uh, that yeah, yeah, trailer was good. It looks good. Uh, I thought it was going to be a reboot or. It was going to be a remake of the first Soul Calibur because they showed like uh, young Sophitia and uh, young Mitsurugi fighting. Like, wait, they were like super old in Soul Calibur Five. <laughs> so, so and and um, and and they looked like like their their costumes looked like the the ones in the first Soul Calibur, the one that came out for the Dreamcast. And so I thought it was going to be a remake uh-huh. of that with new mechanics, um, but then the six came up. I was like, okay, well, so it is a sequel. And then I heard, I read today that is a soft reboot of the series. I, I yeah. don't like that title. Whenever they say soft reboot, I'm, I am against that. Yeah. But I mean, it, it looks fine. I'm just saying, like, I hate that classification. Yeah, yeah soft. Basically, what they're what they're probably going to do is because they they got it to a point where uh, a lot of the fan favorite characters got old and they were not in the game because you know they they did like a, a time jump. And um, so I think that they just want to come back and bring those uh, fan favorite characters back and put new characters in. Right. So I think that's what they're trying to do. Makes sense. Yeah. And um, it looks good. I, I may grab it. I never played five. I got four and I I, I, I played it barely. I have a lot. I, I don't have I don't have five. I don't have five and I don't have. Uh, the uh, Soul Blade for PS One, but I have Soul Calibur One, Two, Three, and Four, and <laughs> and it was one of my like I played I played Soul Calibur Two competitively for uh for about a year and a half, and it was it, those games are really really good and Soul oh, Calibur sure. Two yeah it's one of my one of my favorite all time games and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one I'm really curious about the mechanics. Uh, again, fighting games are making a comeback, and they're here to stay, man. It's gonna go all through. Uh, they're gonna keep this momentum going through um, twenty eighteen. So, Spe- speaking of fighting games, I, I mean, I want to just, I just, I've been wanting to ask you, like, what did you think of Injustice Two winning Best Fighting Game? Um, I, I think they deserved it. I think they did a phenomenal job with that game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that game, the uh, production value on that game was. Uh, light years ahead of anything else that was put out this year. So, yeah, yeah. like the voice acting, the graphics, uh, gameplay. I'm not. I'm not a super big fan of the Mortal Kombat type of games, um, but um, but I think that they they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, topping Marvel versus Capcom. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Marvel has had a rough time. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's it's a it's a really fun game, and it's more of my alley, but. Um, I think they did a great job with with Injustice. Um, and then the the other big big uh, announcement that I that I got that got all 
I got all happy inside. Is that Bayonetta three is coming out for the Switch? Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm getting a uh, just like that's it. I'm getting one because because <clears throat> Bayo two is coming out for Switch, and then Bayo three is coming out. And I was like, I, I got, I got to grab a Switch now. When when is that coming? Uh, they did not announce a release date, but two Bayonetta two is coming out in February. Okay. Yeah, and it's gonna include Bayonetta one. 2018 uh, man man 2018 is gonna be it's gonna be crazy again man and then we wow. got and then there was a supposed uh leaked uh release date for god of war i think it's like march march 23rd mm-hmm. so man 2018 is gonna be another crazy year dude oh my goodness and then ah uh, uh my wallet exactly that's what i'm saying like, <laughs> like every I month is gonna be a, a I, couple 60 dollars games it's like i can't keep up and then all these plus movie, the dlc and then yeah i know i know and then all these movies coming out and i i like to buy my <laughs> movies and i was like man i was like i i, I need to get another job <laughs> just, to, just to pay for this stuff <laughs> that balancing it's like i keep i just i just i got i have a side job just for video games just, just for video games oh my god uh, it, uh, I, you know what? I know that there's people that that have side jobs for 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 video games. That's uh, passion. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, you know what? I got enough, but I got bills to pay too. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I, I have mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, we'll go. We'll go down the uh, the uh, winners and and we'll just you know let you guys what we think. Uh, game of the year, Joel. Let's start with the big one: uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. No surprise. No, yep. This was one of the ones I was like, okay, I, I, yeah. nothing more could be said. I mean, there's great games that were nominated: yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona Five. That's that's right up your alley, man. Yeah. Yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, which I've only heard the most amazing things yeah. about. Um, but Legend of Zelda, like I know plenty of people who have played it, and they they just look at me whenever I mention the Switch, and they're like. But you have to play this game. Like, if you get a Switch, this is the one you have to play. I'm like, yeah. wow, like, it's a have to. So, yeah. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I hear, I've heard nothing but praise for this game. And from what I've seen, and I've been able to keep myself pretty much spoiler free because I, I want to play it. Um, and yeah, it, it just, the, the, I think that Nintendo just outdid the, themselves with, uh, with this game. It was like, We've always known that Nintendo has, like I've said, the most efficient developers in the world. Yes. Um, but they they just took this to, to a whole new level. It's like, yeah, this is like the bar right now. Yeah. So in order for for you guys to beat us, yeah, this is what you need to do. Uh, okay. And then I love um, I love what Anuma said uh, when accepting the award. It's like, yeah, we're just gonna take this excitement and. And we're gonna just turn it into the next Zelda game, and it's gonna be crazy. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for you know whatever whatever Nintendo does in the future with Zelda, and they're got they're getting better at putting out content. So, um, especially so strong after the launch of the console, like you yeah. have a solid console, and you're launching games like this that are now getting critical acclaim, like at, at the highest level. Yeah. I mean. It's a great Man, way to start start off first year. Trust me, Joel. I've seen I've seen plenty of console launches in my in my life. I have never seen a year one like what the Switch has to offer. I have wow. I've not seen it. Like 
you know, when even when the Super Nintendo came out, when the Super NES came out, you know, Super Mario World was the biggest thing. And it took a couple of years to, you know, to get Zelda, Street Fighter 2, and all this other stuff. It took about, you know, a year, year and a half. Um, but, like, this year one uh, for for Nintendo has been just absolutely tremendous, man. They really played their cards whole, uh, really well. And they're re-releasing the right titles. Like, they're re-releasing the titles for Wii U that, that the you know, that were the best, you know, they're, they're, they released Mario Kart, they releasing Pokemon Tournament, uh, Bayonetta 2, you know, the best games that came out for Wii U, that's the games that are putting out for this console again. So they're doing the right thing with that. And then, you know, not to mention the new content, you know, Zelda and Mario and uh, Splatoon 2 and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and um, the... Uh, um, uh, the Busso game that came out recently uh, with Fire Emblem, man, it's just that they're doing they're doing great. Um, That's one after win. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. For this year, it's been it's been incredible. Um, game direction, uh, also Breath of the Wild. There, um, that I can going the same thing. Yeah, same thing. I was actually hoping that uh, Horizon would have gotten that one because Horizon was really good. Um, okay, but uh, but I I have no gripes. uh best uh best narrative uh i really wanted near to win this one and 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 i'm gonna talk about near and and uh, more more uh, on a more deep discussion about it on on the last episode of the year uh for for no low time but uh what remains of edith finch uh one and i heard it's a fantastic game uh it recently came out for ps4 um, and it's a uh, and it's uh, an adventure, you know, uh, what they call a walking simulator, but it's an adventure game basically. And uh, it, there's a narrative through uh, environmental storytelling, basically, and uh, it looks good. Uh, I heard very positive things about it. So, uh, action game, uh, Wolfenstein Two. No, no surprise there on that one because that game has been everyone's been talking about that game um, a, a lot, and I. Th- I'm thinking of grabbing it in the first one just because I don't want to jump in blind onto this one, but I have too much on my plate right now. So if I see it on a sale sometime next year with, or even if they do like a, like a two pack with one and two, I'll, I'll probably grab that. But yeah, it looks really good. And I heard the storytelling in this game. is also phenomenal. Yeah. I've heard a lot of really good reviews. I've watched a few from, from some guys on YouTube that I follow it and they've said some really nice things about it. And I'm always fascinated by these storyline kind of games. Yeah. Uh, our direction Cuphead got that one. I can see that one definitely uh, <laughs> because it was such a unique game and right. they, they really utilize that graphic style that then uh, they did something that no one's ever done, you know, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn had very intricate machinery, you know, models and and the uh, just the, co- the 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 costume design and and the world design on that game was just breathtaking. But uh, but Cuphead did something very unique, and I can see, I can definitely see Cuphead uh, on on this one. Although you gotta admit, like if you were a non gamer, like looking from the outside. And you put these like Horizon next to Cuphead, you would be like, "Oh, I'm sure this game won." It's like, no, like you don't understand Cuphead. Yeah. What Cuphead did 
that's what sets it apart. That's the point. Like exactly. it's, it, it was, it was innovative and unique in its own. Yeah, way. it was, it was a very, very unique art style. So, um, kudos to the to the team. And that was the they won best best indie game and best new uh, franchise for Cuphead yeah, too. Big wins. So big wins for for those guys. They are uh, they they seem real happy. So, uh, yeah, good <laughs> for them. Uh, best RPG Persona Five got that one. Yeah, in go, my man. in my heart, there's absolutely no question because this game is I'm in love with this game and this you know uh, it, this is the, the the like I've like I said uh, when I when I talked about it quite a bit in the past uh, <laughs> it, it's it's the next evolution on on the JRPG uh, formula that uh, a lot of people thought was dead because there was not really a natural evolution of that game you know gameplay style but but p5 took it to a next level and the music and the art design and um, the characters everything on that game is just you know perfection so yeah p5 that's nice. rpg uh injustice 2 we already talked about that got best fighting game uh industry icon went to carol shaw joe uh, Carol Shaw designed a game for the Atari called River Run, and it's funny because I consider River Run like the only playable Atari game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, that's Lady One because it holds up. It holds up well mechanically and uh, even graphically. So what Carl Shaw did back in the day was just amazing with this game. Um, you know what? Defender is playable. Defender was pretty good, okay. <laughs> but but um, but River Raid was it's it's one of the best uh, games of its generation, and uh, will deserve will serve for Carol Shaw. So um, <laughs> props to her, and um, and she was really happy. She was really excited. She seems like a nice lady. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, best family game went to Mario Odyssey. Uh, I didn't. No surprise. Yeah, no, no surprise there. I didn't see what other games were actually in that category, but, but yeah, you know, Mario game, you know, it's f- fun for the whole family. Yeah, <laughs> transcends age. Yep. Uh, action adventure went to Zelda. Uh, I believe we mentioned that one already uh, in the. But I was, I was, uh, I was hopeful that you know Assassin's Creed Origins, which was nominated, yeah. <laughs> might have gotten some love. But at least it was nominated, guys. We made it in the nomination. Yeah, yeah, it got, it got some love. It got some love. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just that Zelda was a just juggernaut. It was like there's Assassin's Creed, and then there's Zelda. I'll admit, Zelda's on a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just they just took it to the next level, man. Um, <laughs> best student game went to uh, Level Squared. I'm not super familiar with that game, but um, but the guy the guy seemed very thankful for the for the award. Uh, best score music went to Near Automata. And man, it, it is a, a spoiler for the last episode of the year. I was actually just I was actually going to bring up how incredible the soundtrack for Near is. Because wow. it's something that it sticks with you, like the the whole wow. game, the the whole the, the way the entire game is designed and the music, it just sticks with you. Uh, but the music is is so fantastic. Um, there's actually, if you um, go on YouTube and just look look for uh, near Automata Live or concert, uh, there's a concert that's about an hour and a half long. 
uh, and it's basically almost the, the you know the main themes for the entire soundtrack. Um, and it's just it's phenomenal. So I highly recommend that you guys watch it because the music in this game was just uh, an absolute marvel. Uh, best audio design went to Hellblade: uh, Senua's Sacrifice. I heard really good things about the game, and I heard fantastic things about the sound design in this game because, uh, of course, you know Senua suffers from schizophrenia, and it, she hears voices and whispers and things, and uh, just the world around her. And I heard that just playing with this game with headphones is just an incredible experience. So, uh, wow. so I can see that one. Uh, best performance actually went to uh, Milena Jurgens, uh, who played Senua on on Hellblade. And uh, funny story, Joel, and she mentioned this when she accepted the uh, the award. But I had known this from when the game came out. Um, she's like, "I'm not an actress. I'm I'm the video editor for Ninja Theory." <laughs> and and I, you know, <laughs> so I have zero zero uh acting trick acting experience acting yeah so so it was it was was it was a really cool moment it was a really cool moment but i've seen that i I saw uh i know that 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 she was not an actress she was someone from the office that they that they got to to play cinema um and and uh and uh and hellblade also won games for impact for uh for its take on uh, mental illness and the research that the team did um to to make this game happen that's cool. yeah uh best ongoing game uh overwatch of course uh, that's oh, yeah. the, when it comes to games as a platform that's as games as a platform as it comes man Absolutely. yeah they um uh, no question uh fan favorite uh overwatch league looks like it's gonna be uh an yeah. absolute you know wonder when it comes out i this it's gonna be huge joe this thing's gonna be this thing's gonna be big it's like it's, it's, we're just in the beginning phases yeah, it's, yeah. i mean that's the only way you could put it yeah they're moving really quick but this thing's gonna be this is gonna this, it's it's trust me the people are gonna be amazed with how big this thing is gonna become um best handheld game uh metroid samus returns uh this is the metroid 2 remake that came out on the 3ds oh, yeah yep. Um, and this was done by um, Mercury Steam, the guys that did the Castlevania Lords of Shadow games. Yeah. Um, so pretty cool for those guys, man. They actually made a good game. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, ooh, well, the first Lords of Shadow is actually good. Second one and, and that <laughs> that other one. That, How could you mess up Metro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Metro is good. Metro is good. So uh, they, they actually did it. <laughs> Best mobile game, Monument Valley 2. Um, I played a little bit of the first one and it was really good. So I, I yeah, uh, I didn't even know that there was a a, a, a two. So uh, well, <laughs> we don't really do mobile yeah, that much. Yeah, I really don't don't do mobile like at all. So, uh, but yeah, Monument um, Valley two, uh, best VR game. Joel, Resident Evil Seven got that one. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, I mean that that VR, it's gotta be that's an experience. Yeah, yeah, I heard I heard that a lot of people love it, and uh, on VR has been it's been pretty good so um uh, I'm, I'm curious to see where where capcom or other companies could take uh, vr yeah. vr and mixing it with you know uh well-established fan franchises and the, the the thing is that you know they need to do uh, uh they need to do it well and uh, resident evil 7 just 
just did it well. And uh, of course, the game right. is absolutely frightening, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> and putting it right in your face, like ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best strategy game: Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Got that one. That's pretty good. I heard really good things about that game. Could sound like a joke, but this game is no joke. I know, I know. People were saying, I was like, oh my god, why are they putting Mario with the rabbits? And those rabbits are awful. They're like sick minions, you know? Yeah, yeah, literally. Like the, like the, yeah, like the, like the minions from, from uh, Despicable Me, but but they look like they're sick. And, yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but they like made people a great hate game. Yeah, they made a great game, and apparently it's really funny, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, so so good for that team. Uh, that was the guy that was crying on E3. Remember? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the games director was crying when the game got unveiled, and everyone was really excited for it. I love the passion. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the last one is the best uh, racing game went to Forza. There's, I'm I'm not a racing game person, so that's fine, I guess. Hey, Xbox <laughs> got something there. Yeah, yeah, that and Cuphead. Yes, that and Cuphead. Yes, that and Cuphead. Yeah, yeah. Good. They got a couple. They got a couple things. Um, but yeah, that was uh, in a nutshell the Game Awards um, and uh, all of its winners. It was and a good show. It was a good show. I think. I think the right people won. I, I think it was good yeah. overall. Um, and uh, the the uh, I think the big winner man is the. Uh, was the uh, uh, the Game Awards uh, orchestra because oh. those guys were doing a fantastic job. I know. I was listening. Wow. Those guys did great. And I'm I'm a sucker for video game music, and oh and, yeah, and those guys were doing great, man. I was so delighted to hear those guys play. It was <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, Joe, uh, you want to talk about Joseph Ferris? <laughs> This guy, man, like, we, like he says it himself. He says there are. I wonder. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I might be misquoting a little, but he said like there's ambitious people, there's passionate people, and then there's me. Oh, <laughs> and like he just, he was just so like he says like I'm the most excited person here and all this. I'm pretty sure he was a little bit, uh, a little on the kooky uh, side oh, from oh, maybe oh, something that might have yeah, been in his a little. Cup. A little inebriated, probably. Yeah, there might, there might be a little something there. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, and I and I feel bad. The host, you know, he, he did the best he could to kind of keep keep order there. But uh, this guy is fired up, and uh, yeah, I mean, it did, of all the places to be fired up, I mean, he he got so fired up, he started trash talking the film uh, industry. I know. And said something about the Oscars. So I mean, this, he was he was just going off, and and he's supposed to talk about his game. That's coming out and talk about you know um, uh, the the escape game. What's the name of it? Um, yeah, a way out. A way out. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Which looked really good for me. Three. It looks real interesting. Yeah. Shows. So yeah, that, that one that one actually interests me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy was wow. He was <laughs> he was out there. He was fired up and poor Jeff Keighley, man. He's a, he was trying to. Get him to stop talking and show the trailer and <laughs> got him to move <laughs> one on. One more thing, one more thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh no, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, wait. I'm, I'm really there. passionate. Yeah, it's like it's like, so tell us about the game, my friend. I'll tell you about the game. Uh anyway, <laughs> this guy was all over the place, man. Yeah. And uh it's funny, man. Joseph Harris did Brothers, uh, a tale of two sons, yeah, which is 
one of the more most sublime gaming experiences I've ever had. It was like it was one of those things that okay, I'm playing this game and I'm doing these puzzles, and then the game ends and and I'm like, oh man, that's super sad and like kind of hits you. It's like I finished the game and I call my dad. I was like, hey dad, how you doing? Oh no, just going to make sure you're all right. You know. <laughs> like, it's like one of those games that actually touch you you know it's like oh man this game cool. was so so good and uh it's it's and then see the guy the guy's just going bananas over here and it's like <laughs> cussing out people and flipping out the bird and 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 talking about the, and, the publisher and dissing and... ea yeah man yeah wow <laughs> this I, I was like Okay, this guy is out there. He he, he was uh he was a bit intense, a bit too intense, if you ask me. <laughs> he he's what the kids these days called extra. Yeah, yeah. He was extra. He was extra for sure. <laughs> oh man, but uh, that's what we got. Um, I know that again. We're hoping that all this uh, Marvel Fox thing comes to fruition, and hopefully, yeah. you know. A boy can dream, right? <laughs> this is like a really gonna be Christmas for us. Yeah. I mean, just just this right here. Like, I mean, for me personally, it was when Spider Man came back, and I talked about that oh, in the yeah. very first episode we ever had yep. of No Load Time. Like I said, when he came back, it was the prodigal son returning home. You know, welcome home. But but with this, um, this is something that it's it's just I'm getting Christmas, so I'm I'm counting my blessings. Yeah, and there's no uh, no other big stuff uh, games wise coming out for the rest of the month, but we are getting PSX. So PSX starts tonight, yes, and uh, yes. and and just by tonight we mean uh, on December eighth, and that will go through all the weekend. So any uh, big announcements or anything that comes out of PSX, we'll talk about next week. Uh, for sure. But from my side, that's what I got, Joel. Unless you have anything else. No, that's all I got. I can uh, go ahead and let everybody know where they can go ahead and follow us because we want to make sure. Nope, go ahead. No, do it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, guys, please go go ahead and stay connected with us by following us on social media at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Um, we especially our Twitter feed. We we got a lot of fun on there every now and then. And, and um, but yeah, follow us on, on all of our social media at No Low Time. We're we're uh, fortunate enough to have locked in that that name at No Low Time. <laughs> and we also ask you guys to please subscribe to the show if you're on uh, iTunes. Go ahead and, and uh, Google Play. That's where we are. SoundCloud. Be a subscriber. You can get the latest episodes when they come out. Specifically on iTunes, we're asking you guys to drop us a review. Um, we appreciate your feedback. So you also can shoot us an email to nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback, questions, anything we could talk about here on the show. We love your feedback. We love to hear from you all. We appreciate your support always here on Nolo Time. Yeah, thanks, Joel. And Joel, of course, was the 30th anniversary of Mega Man. So I am going to leave you with the intro for Mega Man 3. So we'll yeah. we'll see you guys next week and uh yeah guys have a great weekend. May the force be with you. <laughs>